Podcast. This is Matt Shalava, and we're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Shalava, and it is Tuesday. So it's pretty late Tuesday night. It's actually Wednesday morning, and um, we're about one in the morning here that I'm recording this, but it's been a pretty decent day so far. Really been relaxing a lot over this past week and just been able to take some time off of work and spend it with family and with friends and stuff. So it's been an awesome time to be able to just catch up and take a little bit of time to think about some of the things that I want to do in this upcoming year. So that's what I did primarily today. I did work a good bit on trying to plan out the different things that I have going for 2021. I'm going to be looking at doing a few different things where I will need to scale my business a little bit more. And so I've been looking at implementing a new SKU system and I was watching some YouTube videos from some really high profile resellers. Um, One of the guys I was watching was Daily Refinement, who he's one of the original guys who's been doing this for a long time. And so he knows his stuff. He's really been at the forefront of of kind of coming up with new reselling ideas really i mean he does have a lot of good ideas that go on and he seems to really know his stuff he was talking today about a skew system and, and managing your inventory and how he separates and organizes his inventory and just some of the things that he was saying were were very insightful things that i had never really considered he's talking about how amazon does some of their inventory and where they'll put items that are very, uh, I guess, very non-alike in the same bins. And you're thinking, well, why would they do that? Well, his point was it eliminates mistakes. If you know that you're looking for a blue shirt and you go into a bin and the only blue shirt in there is the one that you're looking for, that eliminates the chance of you shipping out a shirt that's not the right one. So maybe you have two blue shirts and you pick the wrong one. Now that mistake is gone. If you only have one blue shirt per bin, then whenever you say, okay, that's in bin A12, you go over, you pick that shirt out, you know, it's the only blue shirt in there. And that's just a, a silly example. But the point is he only puts items that are of a, of the same type of item or same color, I guess, he only puts one of those per bin, and he has like 50 or 60 bins. So just a crazy, crazy kind of scheme there where I'm, I'm looking at it going, that's a really smart idea because what he's doing is he's eliminating the chance of shipping the wrong item out. And whenever he said he was shipping 36 to 50 items a day, it's just like that's that's crazy how how you would have to be so organized to do that. I'm not doing that. And when I have had to do that before, which has happened where I've had to ship 20 to 30 items in a day when I've bought a ton of a good item, I list it really, really competitively and I sell out of it all in one day. It's a lot to get that all packaged up. Now, the good thing is I know where that's all at, but imagine if you had 36 sales and you had, I don't know, 1,500, 2,000, 3,000 items where now you're going, well, where is that item that I'm looking for. And so that's what I'm trying to eliminate. And and just some of the points they were bringing up, building for the future is something I need to do and, and keep in my mind as to how can I scale this out? Not just what inventory system works for now, but what works for the future. And so that coupled with the, the different bin ideas. And then another idea that he had was just reusing the same bin 
numbers with these same tags and making a reusable tag per item. That way, you know which bins are empty and which ones you need to fill back up. You keep the tags in a separate location. When you need to put a new item that you've just inventoried into a bin, you just take one of those out and you go, well, this bin here, it has an empty space because the tags here, you slap that tag on the new bag, you put it back in. Just really, really smart things that I had never thought of before. And they're, like I said, they're all from the daily refinement. And there was one guy else that he was talking with, but I don't remember his name, but they were basically just chopping it up on YouTube. This is from a conversation from a few years ago too. So just give them the credit on that. That's a really, really smart way of, of looking ahead and doing inventory. And that's something that I want to do with my business because right now I don't have a cut and dry uh, organization system. I don't have the best way to store shoes or the best way to store clothing. And what they were laying out was a pretty robust, pretty smart way of doing what they were talking about. So that's something that I'm going to be looking at in the future, coupled with the conversion of my entire Excel sheet onto a platform called Airtable. Now, if you're not a spreadsheet person, you probably don't care about any of this, but it is important because for me, I've realized that Excel, using it on my computer, does tie up a lot of resources. Every time that you have change uh, some cells or or do some changes excel oftentimes will recalculate all your formulas because a lot of them are all tied together in that spreadsheet that i have i i would venture to say i have well over 10,000 formulas i mean well 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 over that and it's it's something where it uses up a lot of my computer resources so whenever i'm using my computer and i have excel running runs very slowly and you could say well maybe you need a new computer and that's possible but the specs on my computer aren't bad and it's bad on my new computer at work whenever I work on it at lunchtime it's bad on that computer and that computer is is like a high-end um, it has like 32 gigs of RAM and it has a very very fast processor and it. it's one of the best computers that they had made um, Lenovo had made that year so it's pretty fast. I mean, I don't never have any issues with it whatsoever. It's a very, very quick computer. I think the thing costs like 1800 bucks. So it was a very, very decent laptop and it even has problems running Excel on there. So I know it's my spreadsheet. So I'm thinking, okay, how can I speed this up? Well, if I use Airtable, it's an online platform. So they have all the capabilities of processing all the information stuff on their servers that they have wherever they do all their data and all that crap. So basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to use their system. I'm going to take my Excel sheet, do the calculations on my own, and basically take them all and convert them to Airtable. And then once they're in Airtable, I'll be using that as my primary source. And the good thing about that is it's all online. And they have a really, really nice app for your phone and for your iPad where you can just basically edit it on the fly, which is something I wasn't doing in Excel. I was having to wait till I got home or wait till I was able to get some uh, connection to the internet where I could tap into my computer and, and do some, you know, enter it on via TeamViewer and stuff, just some, some stuff that's not really ideal. But now having everything online and having a decent app like Airtable to use, I can literally enter in a purchase at the store if I want to. And so that makes things a lot more easy or to, to, to work with where I can just take it, enter the, the product in the store, or as something sells, go in, just type that it's sold, type in the price that's sold on the platform, and we're good to go. And so that's going to be massive for me because, one, that helps me keep up with the financial part of my business a lot more quickly, a lot more 
uh, efficiently because I'll be able to edit it on the fly instead of having to wait till I get home and trying to go back through all my eBay solds and mark that kind of stuff down. And the other thing is it's going to be really, really nice because I can do a whole lot of new things with that where it allows you to implement barcodes and stuff. So I have a barcode scanner that I could just put uh, a barcode on each bag or each item that I sell and whenever it sells, scan the barcode and have a, a way of translating that into Airtable that basically says, hey, this item sold. So there's a lot more scalability. That's really the whole point of me telling you this. There's a lot more scalability in what I want to do with this new way of documenting and marking down how much I've purchased and sold on a different platform than Excel, it should be a lot better. So it should be more scalable for my business. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get my business prepared to be able to scale. Because the thing that I want to do is I want to be able to build my business farther than where it's at right now. I've made really good money this year for year two, but I'm looking to add, to crush that in year three. And if I ever want to be able to do that, I have to set myself up for the, uh, for the opportunity to do that. That's one of the biggest things that I've noticed, especially with going for sneakers. There are several things you can do for going for sneakers, and most of the time you will end up getting a pair or no pairs of sneakers. And you may sit there and go, well, why Why bother? Why bother setting up? Why bother getting all this information ready? Why bother getting yourself prepared for sometimes hours for a release? Well, the reason you do all that is because eventually... And occasionally, you end up hitting. And and when you hit, you get 10, 20, 30 pairs of shoes. And it could be that highly profitable release that you end up hitting on that makes you 5 or 6K. And so and that that's those numbers, maybe not the most accurate, but you're understanding what I'm saying. You're not just making 100 bucks. You could make a few grand off a release depending on what the shoe is, how many pairs you get, and how high the demand is. And you want to be prepared for that every time because when that time comes, you don't want to you don't want to miss it. You don't want to just say, "Oh, what's you know what's another release? I'm probably not going to get any shoes anyways," and then just kind of let it go by. You want to be prepared every time, and so that's what I'm doing here with my business. I'm taking my business and I'm saying this has the opportunity to do tremendously well in 2021 if things break right. And seeing how 2021 seems like there's the opportunity to do that in 2021. So I want to scale up. I want to be prepared with my inventory so that when something sells, it's very easy to pick it out and keep things moving and transport for whenever I move. Another big thing, if, you know, when I move, I do want to be able to get things easily transported for the things that I want to take with me. So that's a big thing, uh, getting my inventory spreadsheet up to date that would be a quick way to edit and and use it that wouldn't tie up a ton of resources on my computer. That's another thing I want to do. So I'm going to migrate that to Airtable, allow for scalability. And one of my buddies who has a has a very significantly large Amazon business where he produces his own products, and I think he's probably grossed probably like a million dollars this year, which is crazy to even think about. But he uses Airtable, so it's like not it's not just something that is some off the wall thing like there's a lot of bigger businesses that use it so I see that it's scalable I would like to work with that platform so I'm going to use that as my inventory sheet that I store all my information in and then from there I'm also going to look for a CPA I'm going to look for somebody who can help me with the little things and help me on the the margins somebody who knows their stuff in and out who isn't somebody who just kind of sits in the in the back and just 
basically processes things, but somebody who's actually on top of their tax codes and actually knows what they're doing. So I'm going to go and, and do that as well and find somebody who can help me with my business and save me up, save me money and obviously time for doing my taxes and, and be prepared that way so that I have a good CPA that I trust and am ready to, to work with and obviously who has my back whenever I need them for questions or for anything like that. So these sorts of things are what I'm planning on doing to scale up in 2021. They're obviously nothing that game-breaking or game-changing, but they're things that I need to do. And maybe you're at that point, maybe you're at that point where you need to scale things up, but you're wondering, what do I do? And these are just some of the steps that I'm taking. The other things that I'm doing are trying to learn a lot, and that's been one of the things that I've usually put on the back burner. But the thing that I've noticed a lot, and I say it all the time, the more you know, the more you make in this business. And so the more information you have in your head that you can go back to at a moment's notice and say, I know this about this product. I know this about this category of product. I know this piece of information about this uh, certain TV show or celebrity or whatever that makes them special, that makes this product different, that I should invest in this product the more you have of that, the more money you're going to make because it won't be hard to make those decisions. It won't take you as long to make those decisions and you'll be able to invest wisely and, and better for yourself in the long run the more you know. So I'm definitely doing a lot of research there and that'll be a huge thing for 2021 is trying to research as well. And then just reading a lot of books. I mean, that's the other thing. A lot of millionaires read books and I think Dave Ramsey said the average millionaire reads a book every month and they don't watch a whole lot of TV and stuff. And this is like this is like making money 101. A lot of the people that I hear that own their own businesses, they enjoy reading. They typically do passive learning where they're either doing something with a podcast or listening to a book. If they get a moment to sit down, they're reading a book whenever they're trying to do some leisure stuff and not hanging out with their family. And they don't watch a whole ton of TV, which it's like fine to watch TV. I, I love watching sports. It's one of my it's like one of my things that I just really enjoy. I love sitting down to watch the NFL. But I don't have time to do it anymore. There's just way too much going on and way too much for me to do. And I love the the business of reselling so much that it's not really a big deal if I miss a few seasons of football or even a ton of seasons of football to get myself prepared for the future and to be able to capitalize on the opportunity that we're given right now because you never know you never know when things could change you never know when these platforms could change and you want to be able to take your opportunities when you get them and so that's what I'm going to be doing in this upcoming year really trying to build a business here not just make some small little thing that some guy who doesn't really know what he's doing runs it's it's trying to scale this up a little bit and say where can I take this where can I go after three years after three years what did I do right what am I doing wrong and how can I change the the things I'm doing wrong to make them things that I'm doing right and so that's what I'll be doing this upcoming year but mainly trying to scale trying to and not scale crazily I'm not somebody who just wants to scale to scale but obviously we all want to make more money so that's what I'm trying to do I'm trying to prepare myself for when things hit whether it's a, a massive purchase I can make or an opportunity where I hit a ton of pairs of shoes on a release or something, I have a place to store them. I have a quick way to document how many I purchased and and see how that's going to affect my financials for the month and a quick way to document a sale whenever I sell a pair or five or ten pairs of shoes. Those sorts of things make it go quicker for me and allow me to make smarter business decisions because I'm not wasting time recording sales as long as I would be with Excel or I'm not waiting for the opportunity to find a CPA. Once you find a CPA, 
hopefully it's a good one that you can stick with for a while. And that's my plan. And it's hoping to find somebody who's decent and knows what they're doing. And that way I don't have to keep looking for one. And that way I don't have to do a ton of crazy tax stuff. Most of it's just stuff that I'll get in a rhythm of doing and get a system down for that. And just basically establishing these systems so that my business can run as efficiently as possible with me doing the work and not really having anybody else do anything. And then once it comes time to scale it up to find somebody else to add in, then, then you can look at that and then I can look at that and see where I want to go with it. But for now, I'm just trying to learn and trying to scale this at a pace that makes sense for me, but also make as much money as I can in 2021. I don't want to leave anything on the table if I don't have to, as, as long as it makes sense for me, both from a business point and obviously from a moral point. I mean, those are the two big things, right? When you want to make financially sound decisions and you want to make decisions that you're comfortable making based on what you believe in and what your moral code is. But those are the two things I'm focused on whenever it comes to making good decisions. And I don't want to leave something that fits both those criteria on the table because I wasn't prepared for it. So that's what I'll be doing for 2021, trying to get myself ready for those sorts of opportunities, uh, both with the research and with the ability to build some sort of a system aspect to my business rather than um, just trying to make decisions on the fly. So that's what I'll be doing for this upcoming year. And hopefully that can be something that would help you out if you're in that position to maybe take a few of those things and try them out. But that being said, I'm going to wrap this thing up. If you guys do get any value from this podcast whatsoever and you just want to go to the Apple Podcasts app, leave me a five-star review. I would really, really appreciate it. That is really the only way I can reach more people with this podcast. And so if you would just be able to do that, I would really, really appreciate that. But for now, I'm going to wrap this thing up. You guys have a great rest of your day and I will talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.